yo, welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Waleed, the other side of the coin. And this week's episode is brought to you entirely by White Claw. Very Ingram's definitely gay. Talk about this article from fucking eight years ago. Its fucking headline is The Streets Are Talking. Was Shaq gangbanging in LA? The Streets Are Talking. <laughs> was Shaq gangbanging? Shaq was big gangbanging in LA. Yo, low <laughs> key. You ever see um, Stephen The headline has racial undertones, but carry on. You ever see Stephen A talk about the beef between Shaq and Kobe, like when they split up, like 04? He'd be talking like the way that they talk about like 50 and Ja Rule. It'd be like the same thing. Like, hold on now. One time I had to talk him down because like Shaq was about to do something. He about to pull out the hammer. Like, redacted. Like, what the fuck? Nah, but the. Their beef was kind of like the 50 and jar rule of the NBA. Low key. High key. Nah, we're, we're not going to do Nah, nah, fuck all nah. that. We're not, I hey, hey bro, it got to a point where it was petty as fuck, though. Like, fam. The only reason why I'm not going to say that is that you're either disrespecting Kobe or fucking uh, Shaq in that fucking comparison. Because yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, Ja Rule was yeah, nice, but Ja Rule's career was just straight there, There's no real winner. You're also no you're also disrespecting 50 Cent's dissing skills, because that nigga buried Ja Rule. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't even, Ja was sandwich. up against, what, 50, all of G. Yeah, <laughs> he was up against 50, on no. all of G unit, uh, Eminem, all Game. of D12, like, Fire festival goers too, nigga. Like, on your head right now. Come on, like there was no way just for him to come out with a diss album like three, four years later. And then Fifty Cent still beating a dead horse, bro. Yeah, bro. Fifty Cent will. He hates that nigga. I never see like I've never seen Petty the way I'm seeing Petty from yeah. this. Like a Fifty Cent damn near. 50 well, I mean, apparently, like people, <laughs> damn near yeah. like there's still rumors and people still believe that Ja Rule had something to do with Fifty Cent getting shot nine times. Like they they had they had this beef before they were even like both like really famous musically. I yep. wonder, yeah. like they're from like similar like rival neighborhood neighborhoods yeah. in Queens. And yeah. stuff. Like, they knew each other before true. fame. Okay. I didn't know about that. Like the, so, shit, the shit is deep. Like. So I wonder how they feel when they see like a, a guy like Diverse Mentality like make a documentary out of his shit. Like, yeah, like, they, they like and now it. it's like Loki is like, oh, this is really good content. But it is good content. Side, it's like, are you, yo, you it's just I wish it wasn't coming from a white back dude. Up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, see, I hate to say, but I feel you. Why do you know so much? Why did you look so okay. deep into it? You know what it hey, is? Bro, it's like what fucking Nipsey said. Like, motherfuckers like, are behind a computer and got this like microscope on the hood yeah, so much. They're fascinated yeah. with the shit. <laughs> he yeah. was like, somebody I, I, from the valley know more about the hood than somebody from the hood. I do look at the approach. Said, somebody from Missoula, Montana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the, those facts. I, I look at like the, the approach. Because I, I don't like that, especially if you're not of the culture. But then I also look at like, all right, they're treating it like a reporter, like treating like anything else. And if the approach is like of like education or something like that and the tone's not in something that disrespectful like all right you are not well versed in the culture you're a participant in it mm-hmm. and like you're treading lightly and shit like that but you're being respectful at the same time so with diverse mentality it doesn't bother me as much as much as it bothers me with like a uh, trap lord ross like i will not watch his videos just because it seems like who cool. there's this guy on youtube right his name is Trapler Ross. And 99% of what he talks about is negative shit in hip-hop. So he'll talk about all the beefs. He'll talk about, like, Drake and, like, uh, Chris Brown when, like, the bottles are being thrown. He'll just talk about, like, a bunch of negative shit in hip-hop just because it sounds cool. Like, just because the entertainment value. And he puts his shitty jokes throughout it. And he just looks like a guy who's just, like, outside of the culture trying to capitalize on it. So I will not participate. Like, he does yeah. not look like he's trying to report or educate nothing. Yeah, and there is, to... there is different, yeah. like criteria to it like it's 
there's like a double standard, right? Mm. To an extent. And I don't want to sound like a fucking Republican, even though I will. <laughs> but, um. Yo, leave my hip hop alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get off my fucking hip hop. Throw some butter no, rocks. Like, like you said, <laughs> diverse mentality. Like, he has really good content. He knows what he's talking about. He brings facts. The only knock against him is he's white. I'm sorry. Like, that's just what it is. Hey, man. But, yeah. um, I don't blame him directly, but what, what he is just represents like a deeper issue, right? Where it's like, why are you so fascinated with black the culture. perils of black culture? Don't care. Right? Didn't ask. It leads to a deeper discussion that he's not directly fucking trying to contribute to, I'm sure. But still, like his presence and his knowledge and like, you get what I'm trying to okay, say. Okay, so yeah. playing devil's but, advocate, what are we to say about the like at this point? Where, cause okay, hip hop's like what forty years, a little bit over forty years 40, old. Yeah. But you know, if you want to say the Eminem point, that was like twenty over twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. So there are people yeah. like that are white. I know, right? Yeah, we are crazy. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> like, right? Bro. Crazy, right? So then there are white people that like their entire life they might have just known hip hop. Kind of yep. like Paul Wall, like that. All that dude knows is hip hop, and we don't question him. We're like, and but now, I mean, dude, even, now, even, now like, we're seeing like we're seeing like Eminem's legacy. Unfortunately, taking a hit to an extent because he's white. Mm-hmm. That has a lot to do with all of the reason, the recent flack that. It, granted, the music has not been good, right? Mm-hmm. But coupled mm-hmm. with that is the are, are people like clowning him for being white, and then it comes the whole thing of why do you let him invade our culture and things like that. Still, whenever still? this dude is a top five rapper of all time to me, still even with the trash output. Mm-hmm. But that's beside the point. My point is, like, there's a double standard to it, right? Mm. So with diverse mentality, like, yeah, this and that. I fuck with him. I'm a fan of him, mm. even though he's white, but I have to let that point be made, right? Mm. But then somebody like DJ Academics, right? It's not that he gets a pass. So they, yeah. But if he was white. He's still accepted in the culture. <clears throat> Granted with hate, but, like, he's accepted. A lot of it if is If he was tone. white, it would be bad for him. Completely. No, no, it yeah. was bad for him, though. Like, a lot of it is tone. The war on Chirac was him just, like... Making like Traveler Ross ass videos, like him cracking his jokes to get his name out there, talking about all the deaths in Chirac and like this rapper, Lil Reese, this Green Reaper. Yeah. I'm I sure used to that nigga has shit. a hit on him. I'm sure. I used, <laughs> I used to watch his shit, and then at some point it was just like, well, one, I I aged out of that shit hella fast. But the other side of it, I'm like, it's more bam, if you were if you were white. Bro, we would have got you the fuck up out of here. Exactly. Like, I keep it a buck, bro. Disrespecting I, it. I like, left everyday struggle the day Joe Budden left. Oh, so did hundreds of hundreds of And we all migrated towards the podcast. Yeah. I started watching the podcast yeah. and we left. And then yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. And it's honestly, the, I'd say the only thing that's even saving that is fucking Wallow. Like, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Is it, what's his name? Uh, is that Wallow? Oh, Wayno. 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 I'm thinking of fucking No, Wayno's cool. Wayno's cool. Wayno's cool. He's cool, but I mean, you. Sorry to say, but you're always going to look at him as Joe Budden's replacement, and he's not going to live up to yeah, that. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think he's the personality of a Joe Budden. Like, he's I don't not, think he's got, meant to be a Joe, Joe Budden. Joe Budden was like... He called fucking... He was like, what, what, his shit. He was like mm-hmm. what Simon Cowell was to American Idol. Yeah. For <laughs> our culture, right? Good, so, yeah, yeah, you got to have somebody like that if you want to keep the momentum of the show. That's true. You need that. that I ain't going to lie, bro. He actually got in his bag after he left that show. Yeah. That was the best thing that happened to him, was him getting fired. This was all planned out. Like, we... There are certain people in hip-hop... Like that we don't recognize like how great that they're moving within the hip hop. Like there are certain people that are mogul status, get approaching mogul status, but we don't recognize. We don't recognize. Joe Budden's Ty- definitely Joe, on, Joe on Budden, that list. He's, yeah. he's, he is creating he's a fucking network. I look at him, Joe Budden. He's creating a network. I look at guys like Tyler the Creator has a whole ass clothing line. Yeah, he's doing all these different event uh, ventures. Has like the only festival bigger than his is like fucking Coachella. We don't recognize him as like mogul like on his shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain people like that. Joe is one of them. 
Yeah. Tyler, yeah. the creator, for like, if we really want to get into it, like, he helped revolutionize festivals. Yeah. Damn. Like, to where they are damn. now. Like, but he, yeah, he has a biggest, he has a big ass stamp on our generation's fucking, like, you know. What I, I don't want to say that, just because, like, just because Coachella has always been around, and that's oh, the yeah. thing. I feel no, like, but like I feel festivals like he ca- for 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 the hip hop community. Oh, but, boy, yeah. yeah. Coachella well, was no, always no, no, big, but. No, no. All right, but Rock the Bells. Rock the Bells, it became uh, it became desolate. It doesn't even exist anymore, but that was the one thing that was right. popping from the early 90s on to the even late 2000s, honestly. I went to Rock the Bells in 2011, mm-hmm. 2012, and that shit was popping, but that shit set a standard for all rap and R&B festivals, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of where Tyler took it and created this whole twist, added the carnival rides and all that shit, and made it an actual festival. I, I think he, what he did was kind of like merge audiences. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cause Tyler, Tyler reaches every single audience. Honestly, yeah. he's like the perfect he's got crossover perfect. point. He's yeah. the perfect crossover point. For yeah. That. Cause you know Coachella. I think Coachella's been around for like twenty five years, something like that. Like mm-hmm. sometime in the nineties it started, but it was all like indie rock bands and like shit like that. Like where like motherfuckers would go there and like do ayahuasca and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't really. Well, Coachella wasn't really important to us until like Kanye. Like right. so Kanye headlined there. And then he did that uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy performance with Runaway. Yep. And then right around that time, we were like, oh, festivals are pretty cool. And then that's where Tyler came. Yeah, it's like, you like, like took that watch. shit yeah, rock and the ran bells. with it. Like, rock the Bells is 2004 to 2013. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who started Rock the Bells? Yeah. Founded by Guerrilla Union. I'm not Couldn't tell you who that is. We are not the old heads, so we do not know. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, is Burning Man white people's rock the bells? One hundred percent. They still be having that. The yeah, Burning yeah. Man just sounds Burning like, man. like what the hell? I already know that. Be, should be getting weird in there. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's all Burning Man. How are you gonna tell people that? The only head? Burning Man I know is like in fucking Bombay. Like, what was oh, it like man. during New Year's? Like, where my uh, grandparents stay at? Like right around they they like tie this fucking. Uh, Big ass, I don't know what it is, but I just saw it one time. Yeah. And it's like this huge ass uh, doll or whatnot, probably like 20, 25 feet up, whatnot. They tie it on two ends of the building, they just set the bitch on fire and yell, Happy New Year's. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that like a oh, clan meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Anything that ends with light, this bitch on fire. <laughs> hey, bro, it's like, I, I, don't, I don't see that. Yeah, why do you think fireworks are so popular? <laughs> yeah, bro, I ain't gonna lie, man. That should be cheap as fucking fun as fuck out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. I almost fucking burned down my, bro, you remember last grandma, years? my grandma's fucking, uh, like, what is it, like, a part of her uh, little, like... Patio or awning thing? or Nah, nah, because nah, they lived in a forest, so it was, like, right outside their house. Oh, it was, like, this, uh... Shit. So, you know, that shit... Gonna gonna no way to have a fire. <laughs> and there's one place not to have a fire. So, yeah, not... To the forest. <laughs> yeah, like... We're sending a bottle, rock, we're sending a bottle rockets and shit, right? Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? This is, like, when I was 2003, probably, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Send it, bro, we, we lighting all these, they're doing, everything's going cool, right? Like the last fucking bottle rocket, the bottle trips... This shit goes straight into the wood, uh, like right in front of them. It smacks a fucking tree, explodes, and then like there's just fire going on on the grass, right? Nah, you know what nah, I mean? Man, nah, See, that was, nah, the forest nah, probably the last place. Is, like coming out with nah, buckets and man. shit. Yeah. Like, oh no, what the fuck? <laughs> You remember, you remember during 4th of July, KD, when we were in Oakland, and then we just kind of, we drove by uh, like East Oakland when we got food, and then fucking, we just seen like a row of people on the main fucking street just lighting fireworks. Like, they said, yo, Oakland, they dead ass were like, I don't care if you driving or not, the sun going down, we finna light these fireworks 
fuck is you doing? The sun wasn't even down yet. <laughs> like, it wasn't even down. They were like, make a left. It's dark enough, my yeah. nigga. Like, Oakland, Oakland, <laughs> Oakland's always going to be with the shit. Yeah. Yo, I'm yo. fucking fireworks are that like taboo out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really not that bad. It's, it's yeah. not. It's never been that serious. You know what I mean? I, know. I feel like it's, we just got a lot of greenery in this area. That's what it is. But it's never been that serious. That's like, right. look at Texas. That's fair. <laughs> they got a lot of green. But yeah, they they're they're, they're lighting them man. shits up. So yeah. Texas is but it's like the up. fact that you could really, like, how you gonna, you know what I mean? You really get a fine or go to jail for you. But then again, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think about California's already a naturally dry state. So okay. we're kind of just, contri- I mean, we're not making yeah. the situation any better by doing that. And, like, I get it, especially during the summer, 4th of July, everything's dry. Anything small could start a brush fire. And I get that. But you're taking away from our fun. This is literally the one day where I can light these bitches yeah. up and get away with this. I'll be like, this. Do it. Yeah, this and it's like, bro, I'm sorry to say, what are the chances that me lighting this firebrook is going to start a forest fire? Hey, that's probably what somebody said, and then all the fires happened to California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were unfortunate enough to be part of 1%. We blame it on PG&E and then. And then you look at the firework accidents and shit like that. Motherfuckers don't even know how to light that shit. I think of Jason Pierre Paul every time I see that. They go burn his own finger off. Blew his hand up. <laughs> God damn, man! You can't just light this. You ain't got the uh, fucking lighter that's like extended. Come on, man! You gotta be in it. Get the, read the, the manual. He put up a yeah. He put up with uh, I'm on a bix. Like he just. <laughs> what? I ain't gonna lie, bro. They had this. They had this one makeshift fire uh, fireworks down with my um, up in Kerala. Fucking. It's like, it's like a little triangle, like think of a samosa, mm-hmm. that shape, but like super small, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like the, the fucking, like the wick or the string is maybe like one centimeter or two centimeters. So you got about like a full second to light it and throw it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Bruh, oh, I still be looking at it like, man, who the fuck thought about having some shit like this? Yeah. They were like, oh, this would be a dope ass firework. This looks like somebody's going to fucking blow their hand up. You ask it. <laughs> you got one second to react. Nah, right. can you imagine like yeah. tossing someone on some joke shit you ain't even know like yeah here you go like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo! and you know niggas be doing that shit too so like, fucked up friends our actual right. grenades like take longer than two seconds to launch like actual grenades yeah, by the time you cook them and shit it's like, like three seconds man, three, four man, seconds like, Hold on, I got more time with an actual bomb. Yeah, grenades be taking hell long with the blow up. I've been getting mad as fucking Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been cooking this shit for a minute. Go. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready. I know I was supposed to like light it up on the way there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the buck no fucking GTA don't be giving you time. You no, it'll give around. you that little beep and then like, hey, hey, hey. it gives you one beep. Just hey, you ready? Uh, boom, they, you're They're finally about to start GTA 6. Right. Seven years of fucking yeah. later. What do we talk? What does start mean? Like write the story? They're, they like, literally like, just like, said they're, <laughs> about to, they're about to start working on this shit. Seven years later. They're like, alright guys, we're gonna we're gonna begin now. We're just gonna wait till niggas get in a pandemic. Then we're gonna release. Yeah. I know, right? They're just waiting. Cause you know how perfect that would be. Can you imagine if the like okay, so we get our next gen of like consoles and then like the pandemic starts and we get GTA a long release? Bro, we're gonna be Damn. <laughs> I'm like, All right, we, won't, we, won't, we won't beat GTA before the pandemic's over. No chance. That shit long as hell. Hey, I'll, hey, I'll tell y'all this. The one game that I want to see them bring back, they only had it for fucking uh, PlayStation, but you know what I mean? The Jack and Daxter series. You that was, that that was fun. hard. Yeah. That was a good game. I forgot all about that. I'm bringing back my that. PlayStation, bro. I'm bringing those games back. Yeah, give me Banjo-Kazooie, too, while you're I need San Andreas. What? I need NFL Banjo-Kazoo- Street. You never heard of Banjo-Kazooie? I think I probably no. You gotta show me a picture. Instead of making instead of making a GTA six, they should just release GTA San Andreas with uh, GTA five graphics and gameplay. Okay, so on that, just do a re-release. I have an idea for a. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know know, Banjo Kazooie. So on that, 
I hope when they make the last GTA, they yeah, they have bro, all the features like from the what previous ones. Like you know how like in San Andreas, you can go to the um, gym and shit. Yep. Damn, nigga. they need to put all the features they... back in. Like that'd be fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just walked out of nowhere. <laughs> but you really fucked this toe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this nigga. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. We was over here wrestling yesterday, and I'm like, oh. you know what I mean? Hey, little baby. <laughs> oh, when I picked it. So, so the no, baby, the baby just wake up this morning and not being able to walk. That um, loop is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Super pause. Uh, yeah, the baby's album was out. His album's out and like a few others. He just yo. Hey, Division's album just came out. Too. You know what? I'm I not gonna know. rush listening to the baby. Album. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I feel like I've already heard it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful. No, I'm gonna listen to I it. Be disrespectful. It'll, it'll get added into he the. He had program. his chance with me. Like no, I, at I this point, I know what he is as an oh. artist and. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah! Fuck it! He had his chance with me. Oh, did he now? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mail him. Ah, man, he did. <laughs> oh, shit. You know yeah, what? Yeah, he had a what with you? I'm of the belief that while the baby does make the same song, one, it's a good song, but he does make the same song outside of intro. And when I heard intro, that gave me a new perspective on the baby. I believe that there is a classic album in the baby if he can just make 10 intros, like, or something with the, the deaf or like just something of a different vibe. You can still have 808 patterns in there, but if he finds like new topics to talk about or something like that, I do believe he has a classic in him. I don't know that it's this one, <laughs> but I haven't heard it yet, so I can't even say that. <laughs> right? Listen to this shit be like, hey, so apparently on the last podcast, we shit about this album. Yo, this shit is actually great. Right, watch, it, watch it be like a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, play. Boom, 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 I mean, I can give you a quick, a quick... Uh... The first song is going to sound like... I know, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, so, someone, li- three people I saw back-to-back said, do all the songs sound the same again on new baby, on the baby new shit? Or is it just me? All right, man. Okay. So we'll see. Hey, right. but, <laughs> hey, but that's hearsay. That's there on Twitter. It. Twitter is a very opinionated place, so I'm not going to believe until I listen to it. Twitter is a hype train. Motherfuckers will listen to the first two songs. Yeah, that's it. And they'll be like, oh, this album's fire. And then they go back else. and listen to it. Like, never mind. <laughs> Niggas will judge it off the eight bar intro. It's just like me listening to Baby singing on sad shit. I guess it's off of his new album that came in. It's mm. just a picture of Clay like this, and his ears bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that shit. I got that one to Anna. So Anderson Verge. Anderson Verge out here. So then he switches it up, and Niggas hate it. I mean, granted. But honestly. I'm gonna try something new with it. To be real, as much as we shit on the Twitter consensus, most of the time it'd be facts. Yeah. So, hey, hell of a people is fucking with it. Really? Yeah. It's a mixed reaction? Okay. I love how how popping Twitter's been lately, too. It's like two or three people that's hating on it. Okay. I love how Twitter's been popping lately. This quar- this quarantine's brought out some, some gold on Twitter, dog. Like, some I, honestly, content. I wish the whole news about Twenty One being British happened this time of year. Yo, <laughs> or this year, that's fucking be comedy, dog. We forget how long this it was. Hilarious. Literally, almost a year ago now. It was more than a year ago now. Yeah, because it was Super Bowl. When we got that Super Bowl, and then yeah, they got they got Demi Lovato to like cancel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, everybody's making that was so fucked up. No, that was actually fucked up. Everybody's making a fucking uh, Twenty One Savage. He's British jokes. Oh, the Demi first of all, first of all, first of all. The context around the jokes is fucked up. This motherfucker was detained. He could not see his family. None of that shit. And we out here making memes. You making jokes. And then Debbie looks. is like, oh, well, everybody's making jokes. I'm going to make a joke. Because, like, why not? Like, you crackhead, bitch. <laughs> 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 
And I'm like, that hair oh my me, god! Bro. And then she de- she deletes her account. I'm like, oh, oh my god, bro. that's bro. so wrong. They were so mean to her. Yo, all I never seen so many lighters and spoons in my life. Like, <laughs> like, like also, open and honest about her drug addiction. Damn. We gave her jokes. I'm pretty sure she just got back to Twitter. <laughs> like, bro, the one thing that pissed me off with that whole just releasing music now. Yeah. You remember those oh, that was uh, that dude that was staying outside the library? Uh, it, was, it was on my Twitter, bro. This dude was standing outside the library that says "Deport fucking twenty one." Oh, I mean the Caucasian. Ha- yeah, yeah. <laughs> the white guy. Yeah. Motherfucker. Hashtag the Trump. Angle. Literally just Who had that, the Anglo. The oh, Anglo-Saxon <laughs> that we that we strolled upon when. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, but no, we, we were going to record a podcast, the and then uh, me and Ronnie just run into this cracker motherfucker with like Trump supporter uh, oh, holding up God. a poster saying, "What well, what the poster say?" It literally. Uh, it literally just said deport uh, twenty one. Deport twenty one. Why? Why? And it was just him by himself. Like you <laughs> fucking loser. Yeah. Just, no, he, he had a friend. Oh, he had a buddy. Honestly, fuck twenty one. We gotta yeah, get this nigga out of here. Yeah, like. At the at the SJSU library, nigga of all places. Like, why? As if we're not young, listening to this nigga. Why? Like, nah. He made Savage Mode. Get the fuck out of here. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, like you would have had the same reaction if you held up a sign that said "I'm racist and ready to argue." Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, where do we? Well, I mean, you might, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's just, that's exactly what you're posting. Well, I got a gap between my classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, let me see what's up. Let me see what's that fucking video. If that's if, new racism, you know. I like that racism. Yeah, I like that. I, I need that racism. <laughs> I like that. I hey, literally, it said uh, deport twenty one, support ICE, hashtag Savage, and then he held another one that says, "Are you triggered?" So when we walked up and tried to like say something to him, he would literally anytime he tried to say, "Oh shit, are you triggered?" Are you? Tr-? It's like, bro, snowflake. He's just, <laughs> he's just there just to record at that point, try to get reactions, whatnot. That nigga's. I'm on right. front, man. He pulled up. That's real life Twitter. He did it. <laughs> I, hope somebody, I hope somebody. He beat pulled his up, ass. man. He pulled up. Real life Twitter shit, man. I'll, Twitter. Probably not, but I bet you that nigga went back to his his fucking RV that night or something yeah, like that. Man. At the end of the day, it's perspective. Real life Twitter. Shit. If this nigga had time to go midday, middle of the week to fucking library just to protest, that nigga's probably not doing shit with his life. Sometimes I'd be like, "Is it that you're? <laughs> yes, you're racist, but like, is it that you're <laughs> racist? Are you more bored than you are racist? Like, you really just." Like, is this what got you mad but today? See, like, I, I blame that ideology. I feel like it's more of the board to where, like, yeah. hey, let me just show the racism. Who the today. fuck just sits <laughs> there looking for shit to be mad at? Like, oh, I need something bro, racist about. Shit, that, that shit falls back on their folks, bro, the way they raised. Because this kid was like, he was like a year or two younger than us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Student at SJSU and like, you're, you're bro, not only, bro, you're going to San Jose State University, <laughs> bro. Like, this is the most fucking, like. It's one of the more diverse ones. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. you're going to, you know what the fuck he was going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He That's just wanted much. the reaction. He wanted someone to try to put hands on him just so he could be like, look look at the left. They're fucking crazy. Like, yeah. come on, nigga. It's not yeah. that serious. Yeah. And it's he like, got I know someone in like, the bush recording yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody goes and fucking tries to touch him. Oh, shit, my daddy's a lawyer. Fuck, fuck that, I got nigga, the bro. money. Fuck fuck nigga, only yeah, left I know is the left hook, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> equal left, equal right, my nigga. Oh, like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. That's some fucking weird shit, man. No, that day was crazy. We forget how long this year has been. Like, the third day of the year, World War Three damn near started. And that day yeah. of Twitter was iconic. The fucking memes from the threat of World War Three were iconic. <laughs> like, they pulled out some fucking gold. All the old, like, 2010, 2011, like, you know, that type of humor yeah. all came up on January Bro, I 3rd. Think, I like, think I remember the, <laughs> the baddies page posted some Iranian chick. And then the nigga <laughs> quote to me was like, hey, I'm being your sister. <laughs> 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 I was dumb. I was Yo. dumb. Our video city 
gonna be in your city soon. You remember like, fucking? Hey, uh, do you remember a couple years ago? Where, what was it like? Uh, oh, fuck, was it like CBS? CBS? No, not CBS. It was like CNN tweeted out something about the oh, Navy, God. and it was like a, a few years Navy? ago. And they, I don't know how the fuck you. you <laughs> that was the best. I don't know what you were Navy trying was, to type. Nigger Navy but was. Nigger Navy came out, and then we just rolled with it. So yeah. all the Nigger Navy tweets came out yeah. when the World War Three ch- tweets came out. I'm not built for this. No, I can't. That was hilarious. That fucking, that fucking DJ Khaled meme, like when he's trying to convince the Iranian not to shoot you, you're like, blah, blah. <laughs> That shit had me crying. They had like a video that went viral a few years ago of like some, some, some cruise ship just where it was like coming to shore, but it like mm-hmm. fucked up. Kind of like how a plane fucks up a landing. Yeah. So it like fucked up coming to shore. Yeah. And the caption was like, the nigger Navy showed up 45 <laughs> minutes late to the war. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, yo, we got, we got war. Who all gonna be there? Like, now I'm around the corner. You see me? Like, nigga, we supposed to strike. Like, now I'm right there. You see me? <laughs> I'm gonna be there. I'm outside. Just leaving that. <laughs> I'm outside. Yo, come get me. <laughs> no, that was a fucking hilarious ass. Like, and how, how much time are we at right now? Oh shit! I'm all, uh, we like hour and thirty. I'm honestly. Say, we uh, could just keep going and like make it in two episodes. Yeah. You know I, mean? I was. I was very glad that we're like not basing this whole part. thing off of, <laughs> off of just Corona too. Like this is a nice little relief. Like we're have, we're enjoying ourselves. Yeah. Y'all don't gotta hear about niggas being depressed out there yeah. and all that shit. Oh wait, hold on. No, we don't got time to be depressed, man. I gotta ask y'all like a real serious question coming from like. So no, no, but hold on, man. Yo, we all minorities here, right? Like we all about like like <laughs> minorities, minorities. <laughs> minorities. You, you heard like it. for us, we black excellence and all that shit. You know, you know, generational wealth. So I gotta ask y'all a real question, man to man. What y'all doing with that twelve hundred? Like, like I'm going to that Rock Nation. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Jay-Z so I can get the dinner. I'm, that's all I want. <laughs> hey, look, would you rather have five million or, 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 or a dinner with Jay-Z? A dinner with Jay-Z. Nigga, a, dinner, a, dinner Jay-Z. a dinner with Jay-Z is going to turn that into 10 million like, easy, dog. The nigga said Jay-Z will teach me how to flip the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm have dinner with him. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, Jay-Z's yeah. not even going to have five yeah. words with you during yeah. dinner. I'm like, like yeah. Just go sit there across the table. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Jay-Z's going to be there because he has to be there. And nigga said, you turn. his ass going to leave before the appetizers get there. He said, uh, five million or, or, or dinner with Jay-Z. And this nigga said, if you pick the dinner with Jay-Z, Jay-Z just going to ask you, why didn't you take the five million? <laughs> First of all, Jay-Z is an introvert, so he, like, he's yeah. not going to initiate conversations. He's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you don't man. know you like that. You already have to deal with people that you don't deal with. You don't with. fucking watch Rap Radar and call it a day, man. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> you think like, Jay-Z is going to give... The like, keys to some random nigga on Twitter that yeah, won a competition. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. you did turn five mil down. I, you know, I got to give it to you. Like, oh, Girl, God, man. for hip-hop. <laughs> 4X Twitter, man. Going crazy. Hey, man, 4X. You know, <laughs> man, I'm going to check That's my trades right you now. You know, his ass would be like, clearly you not smart. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, man. Fuck, I'm, I'm gonna invest my time. With I'm shit. on my forex shit, man. I invested all my shit, man. Yo, I don't even go to sleep until I make like 500 trades, man. Like, come Damn, on, dog, you be yo, consistent yo, like that. No, we flipping, flipping, man. Like, like we make that 1,200 today. It's 120 thousand in a week. Ain't that's nothing. it. Like, that's <laughs> it. You're not. You're not in the right. You're not in the right industry. Nah, Let me talk to you, my brother. <laughs> Come over here. Because the forex thing is the first thing they say is like, oh, that's it. Right. Oh, okay. 
Like, that's cool. Hey, hey young brother, you trying to make some money out here? Like, nigga, no. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just say no? I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Chill, dog. I'm like, trying to be bulk as fuck, bro. You sound like a scammer. <laughs> like, come on. No. I, I'm hey, actually man, not. all I need is your routing number and your bank information. Yeah, Get your like, login on, and dog. I'm just going to put $10,000 Come for what do you? What do you... What, if you're if you're a four ice nigga and they be like yo you try to make like an extra few thousand dollars on the side you know you know multiple streams of income what if the nigga just say no like like yeah, like it's like actually no I enjoy being broke oh, <laughs> like, where do you they, go they, from they just gotta go on to the next one bro they got a whole like, Twitter he- contact like, list at that point they're like fuck it they be spazzing when you say no though like all right nigga you do you know what you say yeah you don't like making money yeah I didn't want your dusty ass anyway. <laughs> <laughs> damn like saucy niggas like, you don't like making money yeah not with you I'm gonna flip that. That, man, you gotta do you know capital goods and all that shit, man. <laughs> capital goods. Anytime we think it say capital goods, yo, man, nigga, it's just like define man. capital goods, please. <laughs> what is a capital good? <laughs> it's that thing that's gonna you keep know, that running. Thing, yeah. gonna make the thing do its thing, so you can get more <laughs> things. You know what I'm saying? Explain something using the word thing. Yo, man. niggas don't know basic economics, but want to teach you about how to invest in an LLC. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Oh my my favorite my yo for real for real. Do you know what that return ass. on investment means? That ass. You know what LLC is smart, man. Don't even know. Nah, man, but I'm gonna buy one. Hard to grind, grind culture, rise and grind Twitter. I'm like yeah, rise on, and grind like, Twitter. Like fuck out of here, nigga. Remember when Steve Harvey was on? Uh, well, it got to Twitter. Remember when Steve Harvey was like, like, yo, man, like. You can't even be sleeping like eight hours like that, man. Like, you know, if you live in California, you know, the stock exchange been open for three hours, my nigga. You late. Yo, if you not sleep, you want to get like four hours of sleep or less. Like, you ain't shit, nigga. That's basically what he said. And okay. that shit got to Twitter. Okay. <laughs> like, they that lit shit, his ass up. That shit's kind of annoying because, like, I did try to get into, uh, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm be looking at the side trying to learn that whole aspect of things. Obviously, I just do the shit myself. I don't need somebody like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want somebody breathing over my neck. Nah, man, you gotta do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's how, that's how I, I be doing stocks. Like, I be, I be on I just, just don't like talk seeing, about yeah, it to nobody because it's yeah, like, that I'm sound yeah. like the same yeah. person. Yeah. No, 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 stocks, invest in stocks. If you're not doing that already and you're at a certain yeah. age, if you're 22, not even 22, if you're 18 and up, look into some stocks. Download Robinhood, download Coinbase, look at what you can buy. And just hold that shit, man. Like, it's very important. We're not important, going off yeah. what you said as far as that timeline, bro. That shit was real. Like, I remember, like, at Someone first, like... nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, real shit. Like, I would wake up, and it's like, damn, bro. Like, what the fuck? I, I woke up. It's 9 o'clock, but this shit's already been open. Oh, shit. They open at fucking 6.30. East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. bro. East Coast. There's, there's a thing. Like, one... It's like, you California motherfuckers can't it, win all the time. The issue <laughs> the issue with Forex Twitter is that they're, it's it's kind of like my stuff. We just... Well, it's a certain... No, it's a Twitter. Yeah, it's a Twitter, bro. It's kind of like how we talk about like um, the Nipsey and Russ shit. We're like Nipsey and Russ make like. <laughs> I'm very... sorry. Every time I hear okay. the word Russ, okay. bro, okay. like this motherfucker is like. No, he he has very good points once you get all, past all the bullshit. But the problem is the bullshit and the delivery and like the place that it comes from. Whereas like Nipsey will say like the same shit. Sounds like it's coming from a place of love. And then like Russell say it like he's from a place of, like I'm talking down on you, you ain't shit unless you even my look life. at me, look like, what like, I did for myself. And I'm like, but even 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 given all that, like I don't yeah. think he deserves all the hate that he gets. He doesn't because well, he does give you useful information you and he does give you good music. Like if you understand, like all right, it's I get why he gets hate. Let me say it like that. I get why he gets hate. When I look at an interview of his, I can get past that. It's not Usually. unwarranted. It's not unwarranted. Usually. I'm not saying it's but unwarranted. It's not, it's but not the volume, like. The amount of hate he gets. I, I think part to of it, it tarnishes his reputation. He doesn't part, deserve that. Part of it is because, quite frankly, I I, I like some of the Russ songs. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro, he, he's a talented artist. He's a talented artist. I like I like some of the Russ songs, uh, singing or rapping. The only thing is like 
when you're a new artist, not he's not necessarily new, but new to like the mainstream, right? He comes out and he's like a white guy in hip hop because that is still a thing to a degree, unless you're Jack Harlow. Yeah, <laughs> that is still a thing. So you come out, and the first introduction we get to you is you popping all this shit, uh, beating up rappers and all that shit, and you don't have you talk like Kanye, but you don't have the Kanye classics to justify you talk like you can't get away with it. Because you didn't make Through the Wire, you didn't make College Dropout, you didn't make Late Registration. So when Kanye pops his shit, it's cool. He made fucking slow jams. Like, he can do that. He has the, the catalog, and nine times out of ten back then, he was right. Like, But that's the thing, when, most Ka- of the time. when Kanye came out, I, I feel like he was looked at almost the same way that Russ is now. Like, who the fuck is this big-headed motherfucker coming in trying to... Do all this? Was, I'm not saying I'm not saying Russ is gonna be at Kanye's level. I'm not saying that. That's right? the hey, but that's the thing is like when Kanye came out, and he was doing it like you said, he was backing it up. With, he was there was he was in yeah. because he had catalog. It became more endearing. yeah. Like his first album was an automatic classic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Russ already dropped like two. Right, like, yeah. it was more endearing because he had the classics. Like we we were more welcoming of him because he had the classics. Not just that he, that Russ is white. It's just if Russ came out with some fucking classics or like. Records that the other side is like records that the culture fully gets behind. Russ doesn't have a record yet, although I like some of them. He doesn't have a record that the the culture, black people, really get behind yet. Motherfuckers gotta stop saying culture. Just talk. It's literally black culture. I use it it interchangeably. I don't use it like urban and black. Like I use culture like interchangeably. No, I'm not even saying it's you. I'm not even saying (laughs) you. It's it's just funny how people like. That aren't black try to tiptoe around it. It's like, bro, like we talking about black culture. And then yeah. that, that's nah. a, that's when a, we say hip hop culture, we are talking about black culture. Yeah. Like, and that's a different discussion, like whether or not you include like other people, like brown people, like in the discussion, like you know, like. But that's his own like thing. But he doesn't have something that the culture gets behind, and that's something that he seeks. He said it multiple times as part of like his disposition. Like he seeks that, and he thinks that. It's like he's mad because he had to drop 11 projects before anyone gave a fuck about him. Then, like, a single after a single after a single. He, like, really worked his ass off and grinded. And then after all that, he's still not getting respected. And then his his reaction to that is to lash out and get mad at everyone versus... As soon as he gets that respect, especially. Right, yeah, yeah, versus, like, try to find a different approach. Yeah, he's just, but... like, gets mad, and now it's like he's throwing a fit. I'd rather, I'd rather like you said, if, I mean, I'd hate bringing everything back mm. to, like, race or whatever, but, like... If, if you're a non-black artist that comes into the culture, I'd rather you, like, come into our space that way than, than like... Interesting. I, like, I mean, because at the end of the day, he's trying to inform people, and he's giving out good music. He doesn't have a classic. It's, it's, it's a, the way, it's he does it, the way he does it is brash, and that, I feel like, it's just his personality So that's type. the difference. Where did I'm not excusing from? it, but I'd rather have him come into our culture that way and he's not doing anything like intentionally malicious. it's more endearing than it's anything more endearing else. Yeah. he's adding value Dude. whereas somebody who just comes in and bullshits and gives yeah. us bullshit mm-hmm. output and, and tries to yeah. act like the, 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 the people in our culture so pompous yeah so there's like there's multiple routes for like let's just say white people in hip-hop there's i look at three main ones unless you're a little punk but like there's three main ones so there's the rust route where it's very much like grassroots, underground, came up like grind. Rise and grind. Yeah. Well, he, he, he did do what the fuck he was supposed to do. He, he worked his ass off. Like, he did do that to the point now he's angry and, you know, now people don't like him for whatever reason, right or wrong. Black people, the culture. I'm just going to say the culture. <laughs> then there is <laughs> someone, then there's another route where you're post Malone. 
or you make genre bending music and you are rap, you are a rapper, but then you vehemently deny all things hip hop and pick and choose when you want to be in the hip hop. And then there's the other guy or Jack Harlow, where he just, I fuck with Jack Harlow's music. I find it really interesting that he has just skated by. Is he a rapper? I've heard of his name. But he's a rapper. He's what's popping? He's a rapper. I know yeah, what's popping? Oh, he's that, okay. he's that yeah. song. What's popping? Uh, he's from Louisville, so he had the song with Bryson Tiller. So he got the Bryson Tiller co-sign. Um, he signed to Generation Now, the one that Lil Uzi Vert was trying to get off of, uh, <laughs> with, with DJ Drama. So he's with yeah. DJ Drama. So he's backed. He's backed by DJ Drama, Don Cannon, and all that. And I find it really interesting that he's he's done his interviews. He's done everything. He has completely avoided the whole I'm a white guy and hip hop shit. Like, maybe it's because, like, the quote unquote culture fucks with his, um, at least what they fuck with what's popping, at least. And they fuck with the fact that he's done a ton of freestyles and killed all of them. But I find it really interesting, like, the different routes where, like, white people enter hip hop. Well, I mean, because I, because I, what him just said about the whole freestyle thing, that's, mm. that's similar to, like, why uh, I feel like Eminem got a lot of respect. Because motherfuckers knew that he was, you know what I mean? He's somebody that's actually, this, like, I don't know. I just see, like, mm. as, when you when you out here putting these videos, freestyle, this and that, it shows that you actually have a passion well, for Well, it's the talent is undeniable, you know I mean? right? If mm. people fuck with his music, Jack Harlow, and he's not out here doing a bunch of dumb fuck shit. Yeah. I would that's, say. It's not hard for us to accept you as a white person in the culture. You know? I would say it's they also. nothing stupid. Part of it that's is it. some people <laughs> seek that validation. If you're not heavily seeking it like Russ is, well, mm-hmm. you know, Jack, Jack Hall is just doing his own thing. He's not even caring about the, the It didn't seem like time. that. It seemed like he was respectful, but he's not, like, begging. Yeah, right? and, that, and I feel like, like if you're not begging for that validation and it just comes naturally, then people are going to actually fuck with you. To where I was like, if you're going to force it and be like, I've been doing all this shit for, all this, for so many years and I'm not getting this respect from this crowd. It's just like, that's going to further lead you to not get that respect because you're just, you got to get it naturally mm-hmm. at that point, I feel like. But that's not even, like... His me- I know he's probably talking in generalities, but that's not even his message though. Like his message is just against the shit that's um, derailing hip hop. And it's like if you get past the arrogance, like bro, I agree with everything. Yes, yeah, it's but that, that's it's a just part. the way he says it. That's a part like, of the message that's, though. The crowd that he's attacking is the only part of the culture that is against him. Yeah. Everybody else is you know No, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm not against, against I'm not against the root of what he's saying, but the delivery, like you do have to be aware of how you say things though. And mm-hmm. if like a like if a million people like if, if three people tell you your breath stink and you like, Oh, my breath don't stink, and someone else tells you your breath don't stink, my breath don't stink. After a while, it's like you might want to see if your breath stinks. Your breath yeah. might stink. Like you like and delivery is important. You have to learn how to fucking talk to people. That mm-hmm. is a yeah. part of it. And part of what comes with again the difference between Nipsey and Russ, and they, they say a lot of similar points because you know Russ came up looking at Nipsey interviews. Being yep. a, he, he was he, like he, he has a tattoo on his arm right yeah. now, like uh, of Nipsey. But he says like a lot of the same points. Nipsey came from a place of love, a place of growth, a place of empathy. Most of all, <laughs> where it seems like Russ comes from a place of superiority out of not being accepted in the culture, so he's lashing out. Mm-hmm. So when he makes those similar points that Nipsey will make, I know my cynical mind now looks at it like, yes, this is good information. But I also feel as if he's saying this because if he says this, you can't get mad at him because he's saying something positive. Kind of like how Logic does that peace, love, and positivity thing. Not because it's peace, love, and positivity, but because you... How are you... How are you gonna look if you talk shit about the guy who talks? Yeah, about but logic is different though because I feel yeah. like it's logic, like a shield. Logic is like. an industry plant. He's a machine. He's like hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. 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 He wasn't always like this. Like, like we get, that's we the get thing. Like, before, before he's like 
got big, yet he wasn't like that. And now he's just like a giant ball of corn. I don't want to die. I don't know what happened. I don't mind uh, rappers going pop. I just don't want you to lose the essence of who you are. I don't want it to become like blank. He like never really anybody could have made this record. He never had an identity. When he came out, he was like Mac Miller inspired backpack white kid raps. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. it. But yeah. like, he never had an identity. He so he just ended up being this cornball. I just thought, yeah, it's such an interesting trajectory because he was like, if you're, I know he's he's half black, like I, I know that, but if you look at like his tapes, like the Sinatra tapes, it almost seems like well, what's there not to like? He's hip hop as fuck. Yeah, he's yeah. rapping over boom rap well. beats and all that shit. He raps really technically. He raps really well. He has the content. He has everything. And then like after a while, it was like. There's this disconnect. I don't know what happened. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of that has to do with lack of familiarity. Like we didn't know who he was when he came out. We just knew the music. I guess. Well, After well we learned what he was. Like it depends on where we're going at. Are we going the one eight hundred era? Because like he had his album under pressure, and like yeah, it was like a moment. Well, underground, but it was like a moment in um, hip hop. Like because he has a huge fan base, and we've seen him. He he's like a product of the blog era, right? So Mac, Wiz, all them, Logic is in there. Came a little bit after the start, right? He wasn't up with the J. Coles and Kendricks. He came a little bit after. He came in like 20. But yeah, he's still a part of that. Like, you go on Datpiff and download his shit, right? You download mm-hmm. Undeniable, you all that shit. So when he came out with his first album, I was like, I fuck with that. That's my favorite project is. And I feel like a lot I of people just like. And at that point, he just wanted, he focused on blowing up at that point. Yeah, and and that's I, where I he, think I a lot know, of people, he, he probably didn't expect to go as mainstream as he got so quick because he got mainstream pretty quick. Yeah. Hella fast. Hella fucking fast. I look at like uh, the incredible true story. Between the incredible true story, I think that was like 2015, and then you look at everybody. Like I didn't really care for his second album, but that's where that whole like over the top narrative shit started. Whereas like under pressure was a narrative throughout, but it was very much in the same way that a good kid was a narrative. Mm-hmm. And then under then this the second album was like I'm gonna get um, Steve Bloom from or Steve Blum from. Tsunami mm-hmm. to like narrate my shit, and then it just became these stories. Peace, then, love, and positivity. Yeah. I don't care and if you're black, it, white, brown, gray, purple, yellow, bi, crooked. And I'm gonna love everybody. You know, you know what it is. I I think this is why. <laughs> I think this is why. Like my heroes are are human beings. My heroes, like is God. like my my like the guys who I looked up to uh, growing up was like Dave Chappelle, Alan Iverson, and now like Donald Glover. Like, because they just do shit and they remain human. Like, they don't get. It's like they're not a. They're not a hero. They don't say I'm gonna go save the world or some shit like that. Yeah. It's like this is what I like. I'm an individual. This is what I stand for, and it just what happens to do this right. And I think maybe it's the peace, love, and positivity thing. Like where you become like a logo. It's almost like making your doing an IPO. Like now you're public. Mm-hmm. You're a logo. It's almost like you lost all human touch. So now mm-hmm. you're just a spokesperson. You gotta please. Love. Please to the, to the yeah, stakeholders. because nobody's mind. like that all the fucking time, and we lose all human elements of you because you're just advocating all the fucking time. And it's just like there's no personal touch anymore. Like I don't feel like I'm connect. I feel like I'm connecting with a robot, almost. And I think that just started to happen after the first album. It's just like what the fuck's going on? Like what are what what the fuck? Yeah, man, I can't do that peace, love, and positivity shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll the talk. World, the world brings me back to, to center to be like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like that. Yeah. Fuck peace. Peace, love, and positivity is a lie. No, no, no. If y'all the world is not built like that. Yeah, man. Oh, that's internal. And the quicker oh, yeah, you it's accept all internal. that. It's definitely internal. 
Bro, there is so much hate in the world. Come on, keep it a beam. But it's all internal, though, I feel like, in terms of peace, love, and po- the whole peace, love, and positivity. It is internal. Thing. So it's just your outlook on life. But there is a lot, I mean, there's always going to be a lot of hate in the world. Mm. However, however way it's going to come to you, like, you just got to, it's how you approach it, like, how you're going to go about it. Yeah. As a kid, I always... And this is think, coming from a negative person. I'd be talking <laughs> shit, and I'm pessimistic as hell. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, I'm a pessimist. So I, I was in a Christian school for, like, pre-K up until, like, third grade when we moved, right? So, you know, not super devout, but, like, we well-versed in the Bible, all that shit. I used to know the Lord's Prayer, like, by heart. And one of the things that bothered me, even as a kid, was, like, okay... So the whole idea is that we want world peace, right? Like, all right, you believe Jesus died on the cross for your sins? Like, all that stuff. However the fuck you get it. But we want world peace, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, well, y'all are saying that heaven is essentially world peace. Like, it's a peaceful place. So, wait. If we get world peace, like, let's say we did it on Earth. Then what's the point of heaven? Like, so as a kid, I used to think, like, if we ever got world peace it would mean that the world would end at that very moment because if we because then that would defeat the purpose because like the whole design of the life was for you to earn your way into heaven and then if it's world peace then we kind of took that out of it so then there'd be no point of earth <laughs> and then and like that, and that's my god will come back world peace <laughs> i don't know if it could happen it's impossible <laughs> world peace will never be achieved it's it's that's why i'm like yeah i don't know Everybody There's never been world for everyone that's optimistic mentality. about world peace. It will never happen. The history of humankind has never seen world peace. We've had, we've had, <laughs> and we got, we got to look at like stability and peace are two different things. Because stability could be like, all right, things are still, things are cordial. It's a cold war, right? But you know, this ain't peace because we can get, we can get it popping at any given moment. And you know, so America from like 1960 whatever up until 2015. Yeah, it's just a, it's. Stable. Now it's getting to the point where it's blowing up and shit's gonna get bad. Right, it's like stable, but it's not necessarily peace. But you got, bro. Like, it goes with, bro. Honestly, at the end of the day, all this shit is like yin and yang, bro. You can't have peace without fucking war. You can't have, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that it's needed. Right. That's the thing with it's, America it's, too. Yeah. It's like, bro, you can't build a country just off of war I- and bloodshed and racism and expect and, bro, everything that, to be peaceful and normal. Yeah, motherfuckers just think, like, no, nah, bro. Like you said, like, how you gonna build this? Like you said, what 1960 to now? That's only fucking 60 years. Can we still talk about, like, motherfuckers trying to bury the whole 400 years before that? Yeah. How this shit came about. Yeah. The different types of people that, no. you know people, what I mean? People, people won't let that go. Bro, it's I've, impossible. I've always said this. America is not sustainable. It's, it's a concept. It's not sustainable. It, like, th- like, it's going to get to a point, and I think we're getting closer and closer to that point, where it's like the tensions between the minorities and the white people and whatever, like, powers you want to give it. Like, it's going to fucking come to a point where it's just going to blow up. Like, there's so much tension to where we can't even come together as a nation and address a fucking global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? So, I, I can see it being... Well, okay. So, America is essentially a concept. Like, because it wasn't based off the people that live there. That's not what happened. It's a concept. There's no such thing as an American. Right? So, we got pissed off at, like, you know, Britain and all that shit. So, it's like a concept for no ideals. Like, pre, uh, freedom, liberty, like, all, what have you. Like, you know, having... Basically, freedom is the essential thing. But the problem is, in practice, from... America's inception, it has been false advertising. Like it's saying that it, it stands for like this is it in concept, but it only is really in con in that for a certain amount of people, citizens, white yeah. people. So I think the concept can work, but only if the practices are really about what they say. If they're really about what they say, i.e., if like other minorities and like we can 
I'm all a system guy. If we can change the system and still abide by those original American concepts, then it can stand. But the reason it's going to cave in right now is because it's great concepts, but it's false. It's advertising. Mm -hmm. It's never been real at any given point. Correct me me if I'm wrong what y'all think about this. Mm -hmm. Literally, when you see America, how it's been and everything, Mm -hmm. they literally built a whole country, created this whole thing for the exact same shit that they was trying to escape from fucking Britain. Essentially, you know what I mean. Yeah, it digs back into things. I yeah, mean, obviously, you, you you like, I, bruh, you you now you bring in like the whole different race aspect of everything. Like, it's literally we want to be free to colonize our own shit. We want, yeah, we want to be free to do it. Britain, like, we want. It was a European yeah. mission. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, like all those concepts that they have was like true if you're uh, a white male, yeah. a Christian more, white. More, yeah. If you're a Christian straight white male, then those concepts are true, and if it doesn't get to the point where that's actually the case for like everybody in America. Then yeah, at some point it's right. And then also, you in. get to a point where it's like you got a lot of these. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like this is about to turn into the fucking shit on white people podcast. But look, hey man, I'm just saying that. Fucking, nah, I'm like, hey, I'm just saying as far as like why the shit's always been confusing and like motherfuckers like always never want to fuck like. Kids that I grew up with, yeah, they're not directly related to, uh, connected to what their grandparents did. Yeah. But then they look at somebody that's coming in poverty, but they aren't able to wrap their mind around it because it's like these they people went through a whole that. generations that brought them to this point. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same way how you and your family, you had generations to build this wealth. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? So now think of the exact opposite. People just can't wrap their head around that. Mm-hmm. They like that's why when they say racism doesn't exist, it's like, bro, what the fuck? How can you undo three, four hundred years worth of shit in sixty yeah. years? That's that's the thing with the system. And so, poverty, and I wouldn't even say sixty, maybe twenty years. This so shit's been changing. That's that's the thing with this is why like I'm a I'm a system thinker. If you set up a system, it runs itself. The reason I, I'm into systems is because when it comes to most things, I'm really lazy. So if I set up the system really well the first time, then for the most part, it runs itself. Yeah. And you just want structure. The the white power structure is one of the most fluid perfect systems out there in the sense that it runs so deeply that it doesn't require white people to even be around mm-hmm. you look at like colorisms in countries like the philippines or like even within like black cultures like indian cultures like how darker people tend to suffer most across uh colorism much every, is a huge every culture so that comes from that white power structure right that comes from imperialism so uh you know I'm of the belief that, like, God, and God, God forbid this happened, but, like, if all the white people just, like, disappeared or died, like, uh, when we wake up in the morning, right, I don't think anything would change because these we've been so ingrained mm-hmm. and trained for hundreds of years that the system runs itself and does not require white people. Like, so until we can infiltrate the system in the way that we think, the way that the newer generations think, nothing is going to really change. Bro, they white people shit, are not. Like, they had shit popping since the Roman Empire. Damn. Yeah. Like, Come on, son. Damn. Since the Roman Empire, they were just way ahead of the rest of the world. It's so. the most perfect evil system in, like, human his- history. Yeah. But it's like if you ran a, a fucking... Delhi and like you like ran a fucking I don't know coffee shop or something like that and like yeah for like a couple of years like you have to be there you have to be managing you might have to get behind like steam some milk or some shit and but make the coffee after a while like you're like alright nigga you can just go to sleep you mm-hmm. can go golf and shit 
And you don't even have to trip. You don't even have to get alerts. You just know the shit's running smoothly. Yeah. That's white privilege and white power. Like, especially... Yeah, they don't even got to be, like, aware of it. They can be completely oblivious. They don't... Yeah, that, I, mean, so, most, I feel like most people and are. Still, most white people so are. That, that's when it, when it factors into now, where it's, like, a lot of white people are like, well, racism isn't still alive. And, like, for all they know, they could really be, like, genuinely, like, oh, I did not know yeah, this. Yeah, no. Which I think, like, fam... It's that's not that's not an excuse. Yeah. But like if it runs so smoothly, like like the, the but the thing is it runs so smoothly as default. Like that's where it's at, right? White white is default. That's the blank face. Yeah. Like when you think mm-hmm. of someone like you think of like a white face first is default. So like when you see regular things in regular life, you don't think that it's a product of like white privilege. Like and when white you think American, structures. you think of a white right. male. You don't think so that like, it's a I'm part of default, like a John Smith. Author. Right. So yeah. to yeah. someone, so to is. someone white, they might look at it like, oh, this is the thing, the way that things have always been. What does this have to do with me being white? And like that is the point because it's blank, it's defaulted, and you are the default. I get so, it. So but things in, benefit you. In twenty twenty, I'm not using ignorance as an excuse. No, it's not an excuse. It, it's not an excuse. Um, like at I this point, you have every single outlet to know infor- what's happening. The amount of easily accessible information that are out mm-hmm. that's out there, right? You can't just be like, "Dude, no way, black people are mad." There's no racism, right? And those those people You'll be like, "Okay, why are black people mad?" One simple Google search will tell you the answer. Yeah. Right. Well, those people, um, the ones that like talk like that and have that type of tone and rhetoric, they they're not ignorant. They're fully aware. Like there are some white people that straight up do not know yeah. because they've lived in their bubble and like, yeah, I don't agree with that. Um, I'm not gonna. I think we waste our breath if we're going to spend our time like attacking them and then they get pissed off and then now they're not even open to receiving mm-hmm. anything. So I like I don't want to like come at it like that unless you're just being a dick, in which case you know you're just a dick cuz to be a dick you have to be aware yeah. like of certain things. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's America can turn around but it it's got to be about what they say it's about since its inception but all across the board. And in order to do that there has to be a fundamental change in the system itself and we probably aren't going to see it and yeah that's 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 gonna be tough. that's it what i learned from the um from the quarantine there was because i said it like soon as the soon as the corona shit hit and i'm watching like the approach of everything because i do remember like yeah this this was a thing like towards the end of last like final week of last year like, i, I this just remember like late december early early january when yeah. i came back from sudan it was a thing yeah because it was the chinese new year around that time and you know, shit was shutting down in China. I was, like, I was oh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, we were watching. We were watching. We were watching this whole thing. So I was like watching from afar, like this whole thing develop in China and shit. Like down to, uh, you know, I went to Atlanta. Like you know, Super Bowl weekend and like people were having masks on back then. Like yeah. back yeah. then and everything and like there was. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I still be thinking like. Were they like masks? Like, a week. You were in Italy. I was a week, like, or two weeks away from just being quarantined in Italy. Yeah. Fam. Yeah. It about to get it popping. Yeah, you were really like dodging. We didn't even know. We didn't even know. So, but you know who did know? Trump and the Trump administration and quote unquote, I'll just say the powers that be, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning that because I I also don't want to just say it's Trump because I think the powers that be, no matter who, no matter who that powers that be, because of the system. I think we're getting a similar approach. Well, speaking of, I mean, you know why there's a coronavirus task force? Why did why does that even exist? Because Mm -hmm. Fucking Donald Dunce yeah. fucking disbanded the pandemic yeah. team that yeah. Obama put yeah. together. Yeah. So we would have had an answer for all the shit 
had he not tried to fucking so, like, dismantle So I'm looking at the, because uh, this is a part of the system. We run on a system of capitalism. Like Martin Luther King said, like, yo, like capitalism sounds great in concept, but not in practice. Because what it ends up being is socialism for the haves and brutality for the have-nots, which is the common folk. So I'm looking at the approach to corona and hundreds of thousands of people are dying and going to die especially in america because of capitalism you look at look how fast like we are not all good right now like it, and we are not in a good place like this shit is not handled corona's not handled there's no vaccines there's no nothing there's like barely any legitimate treatment there's not enough ventilators and motherfuckers and they're talking about open and they're talking about reopening up so i look at how slow they were to respond and how fast they are to open back up and how without even far, doing shit. Yeah. without even doing shit, right? And how <laughs> far <laughs> capitalism goes. So what I learned now is I always like want to like grow up, like own a business because I, I see my parents do it individually, like, you know, they had their own thing. So entrepreneurship and things like that was always instilled to me. Like it was never instilled for me to be an employee, I don't shit on it. It's just not the way that my mind thought because it's not what I saw every day. I just saw like, all right, you create shit and then you run your shit and then yep. that's that. So now I'm looking at like, I love music. I love art. I like all things art, right? I obviously want to get rich off of that and make my money, but I never saw it as like, oh, I have to do this. Like I have to get rich as a sort of like a defense mechanism because right now the way capitalism works is the only way you're going to get shit that you human rights that you should have already gotten in the first place is if you become a have. So now my whole goal off of this quarantine shit is I have to become rich. I have to become a have just so I can get the shit that I should have got already. But because I'm black, it's also going to be difficult even when I am a have. Like it's just, that's why the narrative of the rapper of the league is really fact. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to find a way to really get it. Like there's a lot of people in America that really feel that those two options are their only way to a decent life. But it's not all some glamour shit now. It's not even all some like, cause you can live middle class and be perfectly fine. But like, you know, you're a have not. In, yeah. in, in capitalistic society so now it's not even like on some like glamour shit so i can like stun on niggas now it's just like bruh like as a form of self-defense i need to have money because mm-hmm. god forbid some shit pop off like you know the powers that be aren't gonna help me yeah but, gonna help, responsible but the only thing that's gonna help me is that if i have money like look at the fucking cash reserves that apple got apple can acquire some shit right now in the middle of all this shit <laughs> like which is bananas they have billions of shit <laughs> They have billions of dollars, and it's like the only thing that I can do in this society is to stack up, because that's the way our our world works, is to just have a, a ridiculous amount of money, like, yeah. just to get the shit that you should have got. <laughs> like, it's fucked it's, up out here, man. Fucking sucks, man. If I have money, I'm going to have, I don't have no issue getting a ventilator. Think about that. What did Kanye say? Like, you mean if my uh, grandmama was in the NBA right now, she'd be okay? She'd be okay. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that, that's life right now. Uh, yeah. Right the fuck now. That's life. Hey, and before we end this thing, I just want to make it known that uh, South Sudan and Uganda only have three ventilators per country. So if if, if we reopen the shit and it spreads quicker and we reopen airports and whatever and the shit eventually gets to Africa, like there's never going to be a recovery. Mm -mm. Like it's going to be so bad. Like if if Mm -hmm. us, if Mm -hmm. we're, if we're struggling 
to sustain as the richest country in the history of mankind. The richest third world country. How do you think the war, war-torn war African nations that nobody's even heard of are going to... Not to mention the other do. diseases yeah. and whatnot that they're already, that they're already plagued east, with. Yeah, east, malaria is already in the Central Africa is yeah. dealing with malaria throughout yeah. the year. They're dealing with swarms of locusts that are going to destroy agriculture, which destroys the economy. Their corrupt government, on top of that, they're not even getting rationed what they need to get food or water. There's too much shit going on already. The last thing that they need is the coronavirus, and nobody is talking enough about that. Like, it's not hit Africa as much as we thought it would hit, but we got to prevent it. From getting there. I mean, do we even will there there won't be a recovery. But do we do we even know if it has hit Africa like that? Like it, it could it's have just not being reported it's, like it's that. Up until now, no, they'll report it. You know why? Because Africa is and will be the last place to get hit the way that other places have got hit. After we've already recovered, yeah. Africa's gonna get hit and yeah. nobody's gonna go for it. Because the discussion for like the last month has been why hasn't Africa got hit like that? Because they're just like, you know. Because nobody went, travels to get in and out of Africa that frequently. No. Right. That's the whole the discussion. Means. They're like, why the fuck? <laughs> well, they don't talk about uh, North Korea because that's his own thing. I'm not about to say nothing on record. It's literally just <laughs> like, <laughs> white people bringing yeah. diseases again and fucking wiping out mm-hmm. a whole colony of people. Yeah, because I remember, wasn't that dude? There was a dude in Egypt that like had coronavirus and I believe he uh, passed away from it. And they were like, oh, so it is in Africa. And it turns out the dude was from, like, Germany. Yeah. (laughs) Always foreigners. It was like, all right. So that was the whole discussion. But, yeah. It's it's just a total reassessment of, like, things that we value. Not us, necessarily. Or, yeah, us. Because I've reassessed, like, a couple things. I've doubled down on a a few things. But um, a reassessment of the way that the system works. Is this system something that we want to carry on? Um and is, are there adjustments that we should be made? Like people that vehemently believe in capitalism, should we readjust our way of thinking from this? Because we see capitalism actually, not only does capitalism not slow down a pandemic, it exponentially increases the rate of growth of a pandemic. Just because people like, feel so... Because you have total so, freedom. Well, not even that. People, people control feel like they need to go back to work or they need to go back to making money to where... You know why? Because niggas have to pay rent. You have to pay. Not, yeah, not yeah. on some like, oh, we're going to like, oh, postpone it. So that way we have to pay four times the amount of rent on like one particular yeah, like one day. day yeah. Like, well, because the way capitalism works is like if these great people like uh, Newsom, right? So our governor, uh, he's been talking about, all right, uh, stay inside, stay inside. So he's been on Twitter. Uh, having like celebrities like say oh stay inside as a way to like encourage people i'm like my nigga like especially like at the end of march i'm like my nigga that's great and i by all means i do want to stay inside but i ain't gonna have it inside if i can't pay rent yeah and yeah you can like postpone the evictions and like close the courts and everything but yo i'm still gonna go outside me, yes. because at some point during the summer when that shit get lifted, all that old money, payment plan or not, I still got to run up the check. Mm-hmm. If it was already hard to pay rent, what makes you think I'm going to be able to pay rent plus a payment plan on top of that motherfucker? So you have to defer this shit. Because if you don't waive this, the, 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 like, the rent for like three months, ain't shit going to change. Niggas going outside. Niggas are going to do whatever the fuck they need to. And if you close down their job, then you're going to see crime increase and yeah. like shit like that. Cause, That's what I was saying. Yeah, they got to do what they got to do. Shit's gonna it's blow. gonna get worse. America's right. not sustainable, and this is gonna be a tipping point. So, because the aftermath is gonna be just brutal. This is a we're, real. We're already seeing like like m- minorities, like black and African American, and like um, immigrant communities just being ravaged the worst, right? Right. And then right. the recovery from it, they're not gonna get the help they need. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So it's just gonna be just bad, man. And 
I don't know. It's so not, it's, it's this is, I, I would hope, uh, I'm too cynical for this sometimes, but I would hope this is the opportunity to reassess what we believe uh, in terms of white power structures. Like we already know what we believe, but like capitalism itself and things that like we might not have questioned or haven't questioned in a long time. It's just like, we should we adjust this? Not saying that you have to be completely socialist and all that shit. Nobody's saying all that, but like, yo, can we take certain elements and infuse it into our capitalist society. Well, then you're society. creating a whole new system. There's only two systems, right? There's only capitalism and communism. And there's good and bad. And I don't. Both, I don't. And there's no perfect system. That's the issue. I believe people. Individual. I. I love individuals. I don't like people because as soon as you put people in the crowds, our ability to, uh, like, talk about nuance is wears away. And it has to be something that's not just so black or white. Like there has to be. I believe it's a spectrum. It can't just be this or that. There has to be things that we can take from it and infuse and improve a system versus just double down on a shitty system. We have a weak foundation. Why are we just doubling down on a weak foundation? Like we need to like do something like takes parts of socialists or whatever the fuck and improve it. But and if we were the perfect nation, we would do that. But yeah, you know, it, we'll, 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 let's end it on that. <laughs> <laughs> we can end it on that note. Keep this shit going for a minute, but WNBA to Twitter. This was a big spectrum of topics, so yeah, we we got there. I appreciate both y'all, man. You know what I mean? Enjoy having you come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have your ass fucking decide to hop on it. Yeah. My room. Yeah. Definitely, bro. And like, yeah, you know, we definitely have to run this back with all of us again. You know what I mean? This is going, yeah. But, We're going to uh, practice uh, social distancing by remote potting. Uh, Ron is going back home to his parents tomorrow. so yeah, And I, I've been quarantining with my parents just coming here on occasion. So um, we're going to try it out, man. Just remote remote podcasting. And we'll see how it goes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Take we're going to see what we can do with that. But uh, for, for now, it's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Waleed, the other side of the coin. And we out. Yeah.